Supervision is broken. Here's how to fix it. Imagine you're on a plane and the flight is getting a little bumpy. The flight attendant comes over to the PA and says, no one panic. We've had a slight accident in the cockpit. We need a new co-pilot. No worries. We'll coach you through it. You, being the brave soul that you are, raise your hand and I quickly shuffle to the cockpit. So here's the deal, the flight attendant says. Our pilot had a stroke and our co-pilot is drunk. I've got to keep the passengers calm, so I need you to land the plane. Don't worry. Air traffic control is going to walk you through it. Okay. You go. You move the moaning pilot out of the pilot's seat. Gently set him down. And sit down. Air traffic control comes over the headside. Okay. Raspy voice says on the other end. I know you're scared. You have every right to be. As long as you do exactly what I say, everything will be okay. I'm ready, you say, and stare at the dizzying array of buttons, knobs, switches, slides, levers, dials, and gizmos. Okay, kid, he says. All you gotta do is land the plane. Huh? It's pretty simple. The first step is to grab the controls, he says. You grab the thing which, you, which looks like the steering wheel. And the second step is to land the plane. I, I, I don't think I know how to do that. Kid, I'm telling you what to do. You gotta trust yourself. Land the plane. Suddenly it's quiet. Your stomach drops like you're on a roller coaster. Crap, the engines have stopped. You're in free fall. I need help. You scream back. I am helping you. Land the plane. And the plane crashes into a mountain and you all die. Supervision is kind of like that sometimes, but worse. Too often we tell trainees what to do, but not how to do it. We say things like, you need to build an alliance with mom, or you need to work on his motivation, or don't work harder than your clients, or have you tried mindfulness? All of these are big interventions with a thousand micro skills. Take working on motivation. That's so broad and encompasses at least three different sets of skills. First, trainees need to learn micro skills around clarifying the agenda for the session to make sure they and the client are working toward the same goals. Then, they need to make sure that the intervention matches the client's expectations, which requires a whole other set of micro skills. Finally, they need to work through any resistances which might come up while doing the intervention, which is tricky. So they need a whole other set of micro skills. When we talk in terms of broader interventions, it's like telling trainees, just land the plane. But that's not the real problem. It's a problem, but it's not the real problem. The real problem is what we do when trainees say, I don't know how to do that. Oftentimes, when trainees say, I don't know what to do, we double down on things like case, case conceptualization or person of the therapist issues. I remember when I was in my doc program, I was really confused about what to do with this family I was working with. So I sought supervision from one of my professors. He was explaining systemic thinking to me, and the more he explained it, the more confused I became. Okay, 
But what do I do? I blurted. To which she said, My job isn't to teach you what to do, but the more important skill of how to think. That's the thing you've got to focus on. Once you can case conceptual case conceptualize, everything else flows out of that. I was so confused, but I believed him. Later that week, I was talking with my licensure supervisor about the conversation with my professor. Midway through the story, he stopped me. Jordan, what those professors at the university, what they miss is it's not what you do, it's who you are in the room. That's what really matters, he said, and looked into my eyes meaningfully. I felt horrible. I was left in a lose-lose. Either I wasn't good enough at case conceptualization, or I wasn't working on myself enough. Either way, I still didn't know what to do with this family. I've seen trainees do the same thing. I tell them something, and they struggle to make it actionable, and then they turn on themselves thinking it's just them. And of course, it's hard not to. I feel, like, I feel like we've all been at a training where something goes over our head. And we look around, and everyone's looking up at the trainer with eyes of awe, and we think, if everyone else is getting it, then something's wrong with me that I don't get it. This is the real problem. Deliberate practice supervision is built to solve this problem. DP supervision is geared around the idea that the best way to guide new therapists is to teach them using micro-role plays. When you supervise this way, supervisees walk away with one small action they can do the next time they see that client. Sintio, the mecca of deliberate practice for counselors, therapists, and mental health professionals, recently gave two trainings on deliberate practice for supervision. They were amazing. Afterwards, Cynthia sent out an email with examples of the five essential steps of deliberate practice supervision, which I've included in the blog version of this podcast. Feel free to go to my website and check it out. As you can see, if you're looking at the blog, the entire process is focused on getting the trainee to the point where you can do a mini role playing around where they're getting stuck with that specific client. Cynthia created a cheat sheet for supervisors to use to keep track of all of this information. But since I've been studying human motivation and gamification, more on that later, I've tweaked their cheat sheet and, make it, and made it a bit more user-friendly. So let me introduce the Deliberate Practice Supervision Checklist. You can get it at my website for free. Case conceptualization is important. Who you are in the room is important. These things are a huge part of therapy. The problem comes when we privilege these things so much that we forget to hear supervisees when they say, I don't know what to do. Because when they say they don't know what to do, what they are saying is that they need something. And what we're offering them is life. And it's our job as supervisors, consultants, and trainers to give trainees a well-rounded experience. Because when they have that, when they can show up authentically in the room, when they can case conceptualize about what's happening, 
And when they know how to act, that's when they can really fly. Best, Jordan the Counselor.